0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Langan, and I am utterly thrilled to be back with season two. And today, we just so happen to be chatting with our biggest guest yet. You may know him from movies like Serendipity, Rush Hour, or maybe as the powerhouse agent Ari Gold from Entourage, for which he won a Golden Globe Award and three consecutive Emmys. That's right, I sat down with Jeremy Piven to talk about his new movie, My Dad's Christmas Date, which is out now in select cities and on demand. And take it from me, this movie has everything you need for the holidays. Laughs, tears, and lots of love. So, let's get right into it. So guys, before we get to Jeremy, I just want to tell you a quick story. Last month, I participated in Sober October, which was great and all, you know, very cleansing, whatever. But about twice per week, I was getting these intense rosé cravings, which was insane. Um, So to quench it, on November 1st, of course, I had heard about this new brand called Starlino that makes flavored vermouths in Italy. Um, they are made with natural grapes and botanicals and I wanted to try Starlino's rose flavored vermouth to make myself a delicious midday quarantini, you know how it goes. I made mine with Rose vermouth, grapefruit juice, and a little bit of Prosecco with some fresh rosemary to garnish. The cocktail was perfect, but honestly, I could have had the vermouth straight out of the bottle, which I may have done twice. You can taste notes of elderflower, thyme, and sweet orange peel. It was so good. You can find out more recipes and places to purchase on their website at www.thestarlino.com. Try it out and let me know what you think. Cheers. Here's Jeremy Piven.
1: Hey, how's it going? Hey, Jeremy. How are you?
0: Good. Good. My name's Kyle, so thanks, thanks for taking the time to do this. Um,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely
0: yeah we're Hamptons to Hollywood, so thanks for taking some time. I know it's um a pretty insane time in America right now. How are you holding up?
1: Good man. I'm good. you know uh, we We've all been through a lot so we' we have been prepped for this moment exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. but um but yeah, I just want to dive right in. I mean, my dad's Christmas date, it comes out today in select theaters on demand. So congratulations
1: on the movie. Thanks, man. I, I You know, I've been very lucky. Uh, you know, not, not a lot of people are working and uh, this movie is one of those films that just really touched me because it, it, it's so human and it's wrapped up, no pun intended, in this, you know, <laughs> seemingly um, holiday movie that we've seen before and yet it's like nothing we've seen before you think it's a romantic comedy and it's not it's a comedy and it's a holiday themed movie but it's also about family and relationships and loss and um which people totally relate
0: to right now and you know i it was just really charming and tender and it was a great kind of romantic comedy or love story between a father and daughter and I thought that was really we had, like like you said we haven't seen anything like that in a while so it was really it was a nice it was refreshing
1: Refres- refreshing is the word that I'm getting a lot of and we oh, okay. we need to be we need to be refreshed at the moment we need a reset <laughs> yeah and
0: and the chemistry the chemistry between you guys was great she's amazing you I think who people know from comedy it's it's a little. Bit, there are a lot of serious notes in this, which you nailed, and you guys did were, played off of each other really, really beautifully. I thought.
1: Thank you. She Olivia is uh is going to be a star, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where you could find a performance like that out of a girl in high school. You know, she, she's she's a kid, and yet you got this performance that's like self empowered and and she's very cheeky, but yet you still like her, which is very hard to do. Uh, and she holds her own with me. Uh, and, and, you know, that's, it's pretty commendable. And, I, you know, when I read it, I knew, you know, one of the huge linchpins of the movie is gonna rest on whoever plays this character. And as soon as we started working together, I just knew I'm in good hands. Why did you want to do it? Um, because I need the money. And the, and the irony of that is, you know, we're in we're in times right now where we're just lucky to shoot, you know. Yeah. There are movies, as you know, that are being shut down, uh, COVID protocol, all this kind of stuff. And and movies like this are really the way forward. You know, it looks like this big, lush studio movie. And the reality is this is a COVID-proof movie, Smaller sm- smaller crews. And we're able to shoot it almost like a guerrilla-style movie um, because we've got the best DP in the game and guys who, you know, the, the, the Brits know how to do it, man. Not that we don't hear, but they're, they're working with less. And so they have to be incredibly inventive. And this movie looks huge. And yet we shot it this year, if you can believe it. Wow. Which is hard to believe. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's no that's amazing. And it it has a it's a has a really nice style and um yeah, you would never know that it's like more of like an independent style kind of production. You would never know. Um so David, your character, he's he's pretty complicated. He's a pretty complicated guy. I like, you know, how he had these aspirations to become a dancer and then, you know, couldn't follow his passion, <laughs> which was funny, um because of his family and and you know, you have been you are someone who I think from what i know about you have followed your passion into acting and your parents were you know in the arts and um and i just wanted to see if you ever had kind of thought about what like like your character had like if what if you what would have become of you if you had played it safe
1: it's a great question um safe you know it's so funny i've never even thought of that word or that option or that never um and as an actor, I've never played it safe. I think if you play, if you're an artist, this doesn't answer your question, but I will. If you're an artist and you, and you play it safe, um, to me, it's just not that interesting. Because right. if you're playing it safe, if you're trying to look good, if you're self-conscious, if you're vain, uh, you're not going to create on your highest level it's just not going to happen you have to dare to look absolutely ridiculous and then you might be on to something And that may sound pretentious but i don't know any other way no not at all um well yeah what would you no, say I, sorry to interrupt you but you just said if i played it it's safe yeah um well you know i've been acting since i was eight years old n- not in front of a camera just on stage studying and performing in front of audiences and then at 18 made my first movie and, you know, been doing it, you know, for decades now. So I don't know anything else, never had a plan B. And so, you know, I can't even imagine what, what I would be doing. I, 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 love, I love teaching and, and helping people. And, you know, not you know, if anyone who asks advice, I love, I love giving advice. Or um, I've been doing stand-up comedy and learning, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good student. Um, so I don't know, man, that's a, that's a great question. I know that if I was, um, playing it safe. Or maybe um,
0: what would you, what advice would you give to someone who's like, you know, afraid because they might not have the money to pursue it or they're
1: afraid of change. Like, what would you say to that person? I would say that you need to own the fact that we're here for a finite amount of time and it's not very long. And... If you put aside your dreams and and, um, your passion and things that you're connected to to play it safe, it's a losing battle. Listen, if you put everything into something that you love and into your aspirations and it doesn't work out, you know, that's a noble life. Right, Because, you know, you knew that you gave it a shot. And by the way, if you go all in, and this will sound so, you know, American, but I don't know how you can lose because everyone has something to offer. Everyone is completely unique. Things that are your perceived weaknesses will be your strength. Um, and, and so, you know, if you truly go all in, there's going to be a path for you. There's going to be something. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, you'll never know. and You'll always wonder, and it'll eat away at you, and that's going to affect all aspects of your life. You may be bitter. You may not work on your highest vibration. I don't know how we turned into some Tony Robbins <laughs> TED Talk, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm into it. I need I'm to be, I need to be, I need to be spanked. It.
0: No. Well, you know, I think um, you kind of touched on it a little bit maybe, but because uh, you are a trained actor you've been you've been studying you went to tish which was similar to the character in the movie i think you went to nyu too right
1: Um, yes but so a ton of places how
0: do you how do you reconcile like being like like a trained artist and and celebrity like is that kind of a hard like balance or is it just kind of comes with the territory or what has it
1: been like for you listen I've got this very interesting perspective in the way that I grew up in a household of stage actors Mm -hmm. and we're all journeyman actors you know what what does that mean Um, that means that you're done with your job and you're looking for the next one and you know you're an actor for hire I don't see myself in a certain way I've stayed after it like I said before I'm just an actor who stayed after it worked hard trying to get better, been doing it my whole life, never satisfied for good or ill, um, always want another take, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm a, I'm a problem on set in the way that, yeah, in the way that I want to keep going, you know, I'm the opposite of someone that's trying to get out early. Right, because um, you care about it. You know, and, you know, uh, probably been misunderstood because of it, um, and that's all, that's all part of life. And I've thought about something recently that I think it's more important to understand than to be understood. I just think that if we spend our lives trying to be understood, trying for everyone to like us, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of wasted time. And you're not going to be your authentic self anyway. And I think now more than ever, people are really putting a lot of effort into these performative efforts and outputs of like, you know, t- trying to be seen to be on the right team and to tick all the boxes and please like me. And you know, I've done, you know, all the, and it's, um, you know, I just think it's, if you are a decent person, you know, and uh, you're going to be okay. But if you spend every waking moment trying to be liked, you're not going to be your authentic self and, mm-hmm. and succeed in the way that that you should anyway. I don't know. Once again, I don't know how we got out of that. (laughs) My questions are probably just too
0: deep. (laughs) Maybe. Well, this is something, you know, just kind of a a departure a little bit. I mean, you will probably go down in history as one of the most, you know, resonant or memorable depictions of like Hollywood life from uh, Ari Gold on Entourage.
1: Do you get sick of people asking you about it, by the way? No, because, I mean, that would... I think that would be a denial of reality and what you I put so I put a decade <laughs> everything I had into that character and that show. what's what's fascinating about that is is I I what I didn't perceive coming is that uh, I didn't know that listen, you're in people's living rooms for a decade, so they get used to you. And they see you in a certain way, and if you play the character authentically, they're going to get confused that maybe, indeed, you are that character. And right. so that's that's been a bit confusing. Um, <laughs> be, you know, because it, it would be nice if they could distinguish between the two. Right. Um, but that's what this you know, like my dad's Christmas date. This is a gift, a real gift for me and for and to anyone that wants to wants a good laugh. And and wants a little bit of an escape. Uh, this character for me is totally it's a departure from Ari Gold. Mm-hmm. He's you know he's a, he's a he's a real human being that's that's been crushed. His the love of his life, his wife is gone. He's completely lost. He's broken up, and he's he's trying to figure out how to proceed in this life. And uh, doesn't really he's not really equipped to deal with grief. Right. And and it, you know is failing in his relationship with his daughter. <laughs> Sounds like a good Christmas movie to me, <laughs> um, you know, but that's what makes it so unique. And, and, and so like, you can complain about being an actor that's typecast, and and don't you guys get it? And I have different gears and blah. you can do that all you want, but you got to do it. You got to find the roles and you got to invest yourself into them. And this is a case where like, people are looking at going, how did you do this? And I'm thinking, this character is more like me than Ari Gold or any character I've ever played. No, and I think you you nailed it. I mean, it's so he's so
0: different from you know the things you've done in the past. I think, and it's and you really nailed it. I mean, you I think you did an amazing job. So, congratulations again. And Thank you. Um, and you mentioned it briefly, but I want to ask you before you go about the you are doing um, some stand up, right on the twenty fifth of November,
1: in Irvine, right? uh i i'm doing it's it's hard to even you know what's so interesting is that in these times you know you can't tell what we're allowed to do you know i'm i'm getting up I'm doing these tiny little shows where you're standing in front of a pool and then you know 50 to a 100 yards away are a few people right and for and for me you know my background isn't stand up my background is straight theater and sketch comedy and other things that lead to stand up but um so I, this is, th- these are strange setups for me, you know, um, and, and savvy comics can, you know, they can do stand-up comedy in an airplane bathroom. They don't care. <laughs> but for me, I'm kind of going, okay, can you, like I just did one of the, at the um, improv, the Irvine improv, which is a great, a great place to do stand-up. And even the, the improv in, in Hollywood's one of the best. The one on Melrose, I can't wait for that to open again. But, you know, we just got a bunch of cars in there for a drive-in, and I was being heckled by a Kia Sorento. Um, It was very surreal. Uh, Sorry to hear uh, that. I offended a large group of liberals. They left in their hybrids, but they left quietly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As you can tell, I've got way too much viciously (laughs) mediocre car material. That I need to do no, yeah. On the 25th, I got a show. You can go to jaredpiven I'm I'm loading it up. It'll be it'll be up and running, and and hopefully we can, you know, get rid of this this COVID. It'll disappear. It'll just disappear. It's a miracle. You know, totally, 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 totally. Put that in there. That's good. That's good. I was just voguing as Trump or something.
0: I know. I love it. Um. Well, yeah. And then last question. Uh, We, so we are Hamptons to Hollywood.com, obviously. So um, if you could pick one to live in for the rest of your your life, would you live in Hamptons or Hollywood?
1: For the rest of my life. Yeah. If you had to like move today. The the Hamptons, are you kidding? Um, Yeah. The Hamptons is like a dream. You have to understand. I, I was born in New York, but I grew up in Chicago and the Hamptons, you know, to have, you know, an area where you can really have your privacy and the beautiful nature surrounded by it uh, and yet have real culture and people that are vibrant, that's kind of living the dream. Yeah, I agree. So if anyone, you know, has a little boathouse, you know, if they need a pool boy, (laughs) I'm down, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Awesome. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for taking the
0: time and congratulations on the movie. I really enjoyed it, honestly. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see more.
1: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you later. See you. Take care.